podcasting the final audio frontier these are the legends of brown squadron our computer is picking up a strange signal here so you, you better take a look at it the ongoing mission to explore the star wars universe and other nerd culture topics to seek new content and new cantinas, bars, and lounges. To boldly annoy Scruffy by making too many bad jokes. Welcome to the Hyperspace Heroes Podcast. Hello there, and welcome to Hyperspace Heroes Podcast. This is Brown Leader signing in. And we have another clip for you from the ICCC convention outside Nashville, Tennessee, this past May of 2023. This was another, uh, more. this was not an interview, but a roundtable that I'm affectionately calling the Nerd Roundtable. It was an opportunity when you have breaks in the ECPC TV studio, uh, you know, if a, a guest cancels or another podcast doesn't show or something and, and you have open time, they love to throw up and do impromptu roundtables. So this was a great opportunity for me to sit with some other podcasts. Uh, we have John from Back of the Cereal Box, and then we have uh, Micah and Brian from the ECPC TV studio group. Um, and they, uh, we just talked general uh, Star Wars uh, nerd stuff, and uh, it was a fun time. We took opportunity of open moments like this to have a lot of fun down there at the convention, and I hope you enjoy this clip. Welcome to the... He thought he was going to lead, but it's really me! <laughs> it's been a long weekend here at ICCC 2023. We are on day three. I had to piss this guy off before the end of the weekend. <laughs> Shh, quiet. <laughs> See, I learned something new about some of the people at this table this week. Oh, weekend. yeah. Oh. You, you're quite the tenor. Yes. You're quite the singer. Uh, I, I think there needs to be some collaboration there. I got some ideas. Oh, yeah. He's a great singer. He's more of a rock singer. Like yeah. We were just having fun yesterday. That was fun, though. I, that was out of the blue, straight up, like, yeah. I can't believe how well it sounded with and, us just doing and, it. And Jim, uh, your friend yeah. that joined us... Uh, yeah, Chris, Chris. Ebert joined us. Yeah, like he kind of like. I think he was like the the high tenor part. Yeah, so. I'm always so the bass. Lead, and you were bass. Bass. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Nice. Bass, baritone. Bass. Yeah, I would say it was good though. Yeah. It was, fina- it was it fantastic. Was, I was like, what just happened? We well, we all met in choir, and we did that. <laughs> You're a bunch of choir. Those teams. well. I love Not it. Not really. We only were in there, what, one one year? Yeah, I got kicked out because yeah. I was failing school because yeah. I watched too much Star Wars. But yeah. Um, yeah, we were only in there for, but we were drama nerds. We all were in the same drama class and then throughout everything did drama. But those two songs, we sang, what, 50 yeah. times yeah. in a row? So I could just close my eyes and sing it out, especially the restroom doors. Yeah. We did that. That was kind of our little side thing at Christmas because that was amazing. So so everyone watching right now is going, what the hell are they talking about? about? (laughs) It's been a long weekend. They were singing yesterday in the podcast room and it was quite good. 
Well, thank you. So we need to talk about some Star Wars. Star Wars, yes. Mandalorian season three. Was the greatest thing that's ever hit the planet yeah, Earth. I threat. love Mandalorian season yeah, I'm three. I'm sorry you guys feel that way. It is my <laughs> Star Wars. Yeah, sure, it's Star Wars, maybe. We'll Star Wars adjacent. Now, now from look, Lincoln. look, I, I know what you're going to say. It's no Andor, okay? I'll give you that. Uh, did what? you just say that out loud? What, what just happened? What just happened? Wait, because what just happened here. It's not worse. Excuse me. It's not worse than Andor. Let me rephrase. Oh, okay. Let me rephrase. All right. Yes. Yeah, so you know me. Stuff comes out my mouth. I don't know what it is, and then I have to think about it, and then I just like, oh wait, that's not what I meant. <laughs> this guy knows. Absolutely. So, so All were, the you, time. were you an Andor fan? Uh, Andor. It was. <laughs> Anytime you start so, with. Yeah. Uh, it was just okay. Andor. Okay, so, so here I am at ICCC, and now I'm at a table with three other guys who kind of feel the same way about Andor that I do. But if you were to gauge the popularity of that show off of social media, you would think that Star Wars fans believe it is the greatest thing that ever happened to the franchise. Well, I think a lot of that is because. All of us are in that age bracket where we wanted something new, we wanted something different. That's what we've been asking for. Uh, the sequels, love them or hate them, they are what they are. And really, in the end, the sequels were not what we were asking for as a fandom, the older fandom, I should say. We were looking, we, we were done with the Skywalkers, we're good. We're happy, good ending, yeah. move on. And if those movies had been labeled something else, other than the mass marketing that was shoved down our throat about Skywalker Saga, Skywalker Saga, Skywalker Saga, yeah. they might have been received a little differently. Um, but the, you know, and so we wanted something different, we wanted something new, something, and, and Andor is that. It is something new, it is something different. Yes, it takes place in an existing timeline, uh, but a pocket of time that hasn't really been explored. It's not a Skywalker story, so a lot of people were liking it like for that. But really, I think it goes back to what is it that you're trying to get out of Star Wars? What does Star Wars mean to you? And for myself, I'm on the fence about it because, uh, for Andor because for me, Star Wars just comes back to fun. It's yeah. yeah. got to be fun. Yeah. When I was, I was just about to turn six, I go into the theater, and we were late for Empire, and that's the first thing I see is Hoth on the screen. Mm. And you just, as a, as a six-year-old, you get that feeling, and you just, we all know it. We all know that magical love that we found for it. And the uh, first episode of Mando was the same kind of feeling. It was that, it gave me that feeling like I was yeah. six years old again, watching ES, ESB in the theater. Andor, well-written, well-shot, uh, but it dragged on a little too long. It wasn't as it didn't wasn't the traditional fun of Star Wars for me. Well, yeah. But I can completely understand why people like it. It like I said, the screenwriting was really good. The acting was really good. I tell you what, the, what with Andor that had it for me is I enjoyed Andor. There was just certain parts of it, kind of like the Obi Wan. Like with Obi Wan, it could have been just broken down to a movie, and I would have absolutely loved it. There was just too much of that in between that I was like, this didn't make any sense, and I don't really care for that too, to carry too, on. Too much material to fill up. To fill up all the all episodes, of the episodes, yeah. Which is the problem today. This is the problem with American television. I'm sorry to do it, is because we feel like we need to fill up 24 episodes, 13 episodes, six episodes. It's like if you could tell a short story and really good. I like the quality over the quantity. And also with Andor, as a lot of people expected uh, the Rogue One to spill over. 
and because Rogue One was such an amazing Star Wars movie. Yeah. It is my top, top three, like Empire Rogue One. And um, with that, I think a lot of people went into thinking that it was going to be the same type of movie, but it had a little more detail in Andor because it was giving you more of the behind the scenes. Yeah, well, and I was, I was expecting Andor to play on that line from Rogue One where Andor says, I've done terrible things in the name of the Empire. And I was ready to see those terrible, terrible. things. Instead, I got three episodes of him making widgets in the prison. Yeah. And what the rest of it was Mon Mothma negotiating a political alliance that we don't see come to fruition during that season at yeah. all. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, it was that whole time in that prison was way too long. Andor we, is the story of Star Wars I didn't need. True. I, nothing from the start of Andor to the end of Andor did I, like, I didn't need it. It's I needed the rebel connection. It, well, because it it, it kind of it kind of got contradicted when you know in Rogue One where he said I I grew up in this I I've done terrible things yeah. for the Empire. It's like, but in Andor he didn't grow up he in didn't it. Didn't grow up. Well, he was he was raised by uh, what what's her name? Yeah, um, who was a part of that? Yes, kind of like the Saw Gerrera side of the rebellion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I was I was waiting for to see a connection between that group of rebels from Solo, mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the mass, you know what I'm talking about, the mass rebels, uh, I don't yeah. know what they were called, uh, uh, um, um, led by, uh, yeah, now that you're trying to add, you, you were Carly trying to, Morgenthal, that's not her real name, that's who she played in yeah. Falcon and Winter Soldier, but you know who I'm yeah. talking about, um, that I was, I was ready to see more connection mm -hmm. between the, those rebel for, I really wanted Infant, it to be more nest. about the foundation of the Rebel Alliance. It's Infant's Nest. Infant's sure. Nest. Yes. 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 Yeah. And Sorry. two tubes. And, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was going to drive So me. back to your point. Like you said, when we grew up, television seasons were 22 episodes long. You know, and there were a lot of filler episodes you know, for the drama-based stories of a you know, season-long arc. There was a lot of filler episodes. And I, I feel like, because originally, I think Andor was slated for five seasons. And it, to us, it felt kind of like they didn't really make any adjustments to season one to compensate for that five season story. Wait, I think they seasons were seasons or, or episodes. Seasons. Of, five seasons. Originally, I, the original concept for Andor was five seasons. What? Yeah, right, and I don't think they adjusted season one. I think season one would have flowed better. You're right. If eight, if maybe eight episodes. Tighten up the story a little bit. We really didn't need to know or hear about Mon Mothma talking about banking situations for three episodes. You know, there were certain storylines you could have cleaned up, you could have shortened and abbreviated a little bit, and uh, but there were components of it. I think uh, Forrest Whitaker, his role as, as Saw was phenomenal, mm -hmm. and the scenes with him and Luthen were just fantastic. Yeah. And there were some, yeah, there were some great filler pieces that we didn't know we needed that were really good. But, but we but, didn't get any resolution to who Luthen was, why he was there. Was he a rogue Jedi, like a lot of people have suggested? I mean, just nothing for me. And you know what? I'm glad we that. didn't. I'm glad we didn't. One of the things about Star Wars, when they have some ambiguity in the storytelling, uh, you know, you go back to Empire and uh, Han and Leia in the hallway, and, you know, they're talking about, well, like that time on Ord Mantel. Yeah. You know, and you don't know anything else about it. And I like details like that. And you know what? If we never, and, and yeah, we thought Luthen's something related to Jedi. There's a lot of cues and, and hints. 
And if we never find out, just like I'm kind of disappointed to hear Kino Loy might be in season two, I'd like to never see Kino Loy again, honestly. I love the character. Great character, great acting, good story, but let it be a mystery. One of the things about one of the things about Star Wars is when you have that, when you can have headcanon mm-hmm. and about certain characters, I think that just adds to the depth and the, the mysticism of the story. Well, you know, we were, before we started, we were talking about uh, Mandalorian season three. How do you feel about the directing uh, going on, all this different type of directing that they're bringing to the table that's separating how good or bad a show is right now? Well, so. <laughs> I, I get really frustrated with fans who say this is trash or garbage or bad because I don't believe that that's fair. Mm-hmm. It, it is okay to say, well, you know, this was not my flavor or, you know, I'm not the intended demographic, but I can still appreciate the story that they're trying to tell or the work and the craftsmanship of the creators and the directors and uh, the actors. But this wasn't for me. Yes. I think that's the proper way to criticize what we love. Absolutely. Um, so from that standpoint, were there things in Mandalorian season three that I was like, mm, mm. Yeah, like I, yes. I agree with you yes. that I, yes. I was not. No. I was no. not all. No. <laughs> I was not all in on Grogu, Grogu and the uh, the droid, but it gave Grogu a vehicle to dip his toes into the water of becoming a warrior that he will become eventually. It, it, it foreshadows that. But then, you know, like, I, I watched that show. It's called The Mandalorian. And yes, the focus has been on Din Djarin, so, Yeah. But it is not the Din Djarin show. And this season three redefined what it means to be a Mandalorian and who the Mandalorian really is. It's mm-hmm. not just one. Yes. It's the entire culture. Which and is. they chose Bo-Katan to kind of take the lead through the second part of the I season. I absolutely agree with yeah, that. Yeah, which is that part of the show was the best part of the show. But I also, why I say Grogu, when, when he was gone in season two and given to Luke, yeah. he needed to be gone for a long time. Well, according to Filoni, he was gone for three years. <laughs> okay, we, he needs to be gone a long time in our... <laughs> Away from our brand. faces. Yeah. You, <laughs> you know, like, I need to... I want to see... Di- the, one of the best things about Mandalorian was the first episode, like you said. Like, when he came out, he comes, captures dude, see thing, happens Mandalorian. Like, it's just... I would wanted to see more of that. And we didn't see that we didn't, in season no, three we, until we the ba- last episode. Yeah, we barely saw any of that except Boba Fett two or Mandalorian two point and Boba Fett season one. Let's just call it that. My one thing about Grogu is he is the only money grab character yeah. in all of Star Wars because look how popular Boba Fett was when we were kids. Right. But it was only in the like the toys. They didn't have to bring him back. We are now because we want more detail about The Mandalorian, about Boba Fett, which I didn't, wasn't a big fan of the Boba Fett show because it was the in-between of Sarlacc and now. Uh, but with Grogu, it is, let's, let's make like space balls, like, you know, Grogu the pillow, Grogu the backpack, well, Grogu the, it's like, it's Which all is why I tell you stuff. right now why he was brought back. And I'm, I'm telling you, Kathleen Kennedy 
because because she can't make a great decision to save her life, John Favreau and Floney were starting to write season three, and she was like, "Oh, where's Grogu's not in season three? And he's like, "No, we're going to branch out on the Mandalorians. We're going to branch out on more dense stories." She said, "No, Grogu well, sells. You put so, him in there. I don't care if you put him in a robot. You put Grogu in the show." Well, he he is for this franchise. The Ewoks. Oh God! We, and we talked. We, we we talked about that yesterday. No, I morning. think he's stronger than the Ewoks. You think he? We, in he, terms of his uh, appeal, yeah, yeah, his appeal I mean, to the. Yeah. If you've but been to Disney the Murder Bears or were Disney great, World and didn't have the same it is, appeal. It is Grogu this, Grogu that, I, Grogu this, right, Grogu but, that. But, he's but, a he's a Furby. But, but he's a talking Furby. But after Return of the Jedi, but after Return of the Jedi, we didn't get. You know, more movies about the Skywalkers. We didn't get more movies about Han Solo or the droids. We got two movies about the Ewoks and a cartoon series, and they were the most merchandised. And then, and then if, if George Lucas had stuck to his guns, we would have had the same situation with Jar Jar Binks, because as much hatred yes, as Jim. that character gets, Jar Jar Binks was tremendously popular with kids and it, he was the most merchandised uh, character from the prequels. Everywhere you went you saw Jar Jar Binks and people were buying him up. My daughter loves Jar Jar Binks and Grogu It's, it's hard to argue that no, I mean, same no, no, and you're not wrong. You're so back to your point about bringing him in for the cash grab or, or you know the appeal I, I think you're onto something there because you know uh, when they switched over heads at Disney again you know, he was talking about how moving forward, how successful the uh, sequels were, and that's you know where there was strength there. And, and what Disney, what that told me was, Dis what Disney is seeing is they're seeing the dollars, where what generated the most dollars, and therefore that is the most successful thing. And so, uh, whereas you know, Solo and Rogue One, Solo was I like Solo. Solo was a great film. I thought Solo. I, I, Solo I loved it. And, and I mean, I, he's heard me say this before. Solo failed on the coattails of last. Correct. Year. Exactly. If so, if if J.J. Abrams didn't change the time frame, and if they would have bumped Solo to December, mm -hmm. Solo would have been. It would have been enough time in between the Last Jedi mm -hmm. and Solo. Solo would have been taken more, but everyone was but it, so but damaging just, to the Last my, Jedi. My point being is that they're seeing the what they're responding to those initial dollars that the fandom spent oh, because 100%. sequels were new. So every, of course everybody's and buying because it's one of new them Star is Wars. A billion dollar exactly, yeah. but Money. they're not understanding the fandom. No. Well, but here's the problem. That is the where fandom, they fail. <laughs> but the fandom. As large as it is for Star Wars, is not large enough to create a billion-dollar movie. They have to depend on the mass market to come buy tickets. Hence, the return of Grogu, because it pulls in the non-Star Wars fans. Right. And that's but unfortunately they, that's where the money but is. Same thing. And with me and another friend of mine were talking about this too. They easily. Tell me this. Tell me they easily couldn't have been like, okay, cool. We're going to let the Landalorian do their thing, and we're going to do a Luke and Grogu show. Listen, we'll do six episodes. The Further Adventures of Luke Skywalker you with would, Ahsoka you, and Grogu yeah, would, you would appease, be phenomenal. Yeah, you would have appeased 
the old fans and the new fans and the Mandalorian would have got its story to continue. Uh, look, and don't I tell me that agree. there's there's no one in here who could tell me that. Oh no, I don't want to watch a, a show with Luke Skywalker in it who looks just like him because the digital, the new digital well, stuff in the season is good. Cast Sebastian Stan or as Luke something Skywalker. like that, like and and uh, uh, Carrie Fisher's daughter as as Leia. And holy crap, you've got a, a show that is a winner on every, yeah. every so level. So it, 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 to me, it was just like they went, hey, um, no, you need to put him back in. But we have this really good story. Because you can tell. You can tell in the writing of season three with the Mandalorians that he had like this story with Din Djarin and then mm -hmm. they were like, no, Grogu's got to come back and we got to figure out a way to not have the floating thing just and, keep and floating there, there around there are moments us. in season three where you're like, what happened to Grogu? Yeah. Yes. Go? He's just missing all of a sudden mm -hmm. and this, then he reappears. This right here, this right here is proof that not every part of Star Wars is for every Star Wars fan because the reason, the reason I brought up the director's thing earlier was it, it, to bring a broader view of what other people see. This is why I love the Visions cartoon. Yes. Like, because the Visions is everybody, a part of the world, gets to tell their part of the story, and this is why they are so popular. It's because you're going to watch that episode, and you're going to be like, I didn't get much out of that, but you know what that part of the world did because it brought in their culture. Yep. And you know, when people are doing these shows, like when I watch Book of Boba Fett, I'm going to watch it again because like me and him, we have OCD, and when we watch everything, we got to watch in chronological order, and we got to go from beginning to end <laughs> because that's just how our brains work, and we will forever love Star Wars, even the parts we don't like. And, and you have to, even if you hated that show, you have to love Boba Fett Riding a Rancor, and that was epic. No, my, my favorite part like was that? the epic shot with the twirl called, at the end, the, the plie and the spin. Oh, oh, That's what I loved. We knew that was coming but in, it's, in episode yeah. three, but we all wanted to see I know. That. And Disney failed because they didn't merchandise it. I know. Yep. They, they totally failed. <laughs> and, and, and it goes back to a point that was just me. The sequels, they were worried about ma a mass market for the sequels and making a billion dollars. But what failed? The merchandising. Yeah. The merchandising yes. for the sequels, just every film well, the, just got the, worse and worse, and that's where they can make up the money because you're alienating the, or, your, 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 the older fans who have the disposable income yes. and are influencing the children yes. to grow into the new era of Star Wars. You're, you're yeah. torquing them off. Oh, that's I, I, the I whole mean, episode oh, just dude, about yeah, the mismanagement the, by Matt Hasbro. Yeah, the, <laughs> yes. the merchandise. I mean, we talk about the window change constantly. But they're, my point is they're missing the whole picture. Yeah. You know, they're just focused on the ticket sales and they're not looking at the whole universe that is Star like Wars. Like George Lucas did. Right. Yeah. Yes. That's why he wanted control of the, of the merchandise when he went Exactly. To well guys, I'm being told we have to end this <laughs> now. We could sit up here for an hour and four hours yeah, and no, just no. debate this whole thing. Um, Thank you, Brown Leader. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we really could. Um, <laughs> thanks for uh, having this little table debate. We were having it off off camera, and we just felt like we had to jump on here <laughs> real quick and yell at each other for a good, you know, 20 oh, minutes. And we didn't even get to the other topics. Yeah. All right. I feel better. more out there, better. ladies and gentlemen. Let's, but before we end, let's go around because you, we just had a hodgepodge of people, and we have all kinds of podcasts on this stage right yes. now. So go, go ahead and remind people. Oh, uh, yeah, so Hyperspace Heroes podcast. We're an audio-only podcast. We're on all the podcatchers, so uh, Spotify, Apple, all that kind of stuff. Uh, you can uh, follow us on all the major socials as well. 
I'm uh, John Pica with Back of the Cereal Box. We are a pop culture podcast that celebrates the fun of the Saturday mornings of our youth while surviving adulthood today. We uh, watch cartoons, eat breakfast cereal, talk about comics, and Saturday matinee movies like Star Wars. So uh, check us out at backofthecerealbox.fun. Fun. And me and Mike are just a couple of nobodies who get the privilege of sharing this podcast stage with Brown Leader and John. Now, we are part of ECP. We are everything eclectic and fandom. We love talking in anything, anything of any fandom. If you, you want to talk My Little Pony, get up here. We'll make something up and talk My Little Pony. You want to talk Ewoks. You want to talk uh, Transformers, Lion-O, anything. You could bring it to our stage. And we will we will discuss it because that you know fandoms you know are what we grew up on especially you know yeah. with Saturday morning cartoons and Star Wars and We're everything that's what makes our heart that's why we get to we love sharing the stage with passionate people so uh, you can see uh, uh, Jim you're gonna have to remind me of our website because you know I'm horrible with that stuff wait it's on our shirt. Hold on, it's on, it's our, on shirt. our shirt. Sure is. ECPCTV.com. See, you think I would know that. I know everything That's else. That's so professional. Yes. <laughs> ECPCTV.com. Uh, you, can, you can follow us on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. Follow us uh, social medias, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram. And we have to get out of here. Thank you all so much. And thank you, Brand Leader. Thank you, John. Yep. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. We, it, the day's not over. Come on out. We still have a few hours left. Get some autographs. Get some collectibles. They're giving deals out there. I, yeah. I saw some yeah. guys over here bringing their deals in. Come on down. We'll see you there. Hyperspace Heroes podcast can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Stitcher, and most other podcast services. If we are not on your service of choice, let us know. To leave your five-star review, just click on the review button on your podcast service of choice and praise us to the maximum character limit available. To contact the show to comment, ask a question, suggest a conversation topic, or just to tell us how handsome we are, you can send us a DM on our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter accounts. You can also email us at brownsquadron at gmail.com. Star Wars, its characters, shows, movies, books, etc. You get it. Our properties of Lucasfilm and Disney. Hyperspace Heroes Podcast has no affiliation with Lucasfilm and Disney, although we would very much like to. Hyperspace Heroes podcast comments and opinions are ours alone and the show is for entertainment purposes only. This is so we cannot be held liable when we say something dumb. If you're still listening at this point, we would like to say thank you for joining us on this exposition into a galaxy far, far away, and we appreciate you spending your time with us. We hope you'll share the show with other fans and that you'll tune in again for the next episode. <laughs>
hyperspace lucha need me chawa vormo odi es ma paka kajiti ka heroes this gotski chesko muli shanli mane hyperspace heroes podcast the legend of brown squadron chona ati miri makachi sastu taju na shuba ikabunga uto blachoka that's no moon. Sorry, he burped.